0: it is time for History Matters. We are joined in the studio by the one and only Scott Washington, historian extraordinaire, catching us up on this week in history on a very historic week indeed. Good morning. How are you? Good
1: morning, Aaron. Well, it's great to be here, especially a week that has uh, such momentous things as it seems every week. But um, let's start off with a, a couple of ones that that pop up. Uh, before we get to the one that I really always love to talk about, uh, and that's about the Wright brothers in flight, actually, uh, 1782 uh, on uh, uh, these brothers in France. Uh, they fly a balloon. Now, it has nobody aboard it. It's 1782, December 14th. It goes up, comes down, and reports are that farmers attack it because they don't know what it is. Um, 1783... Those farmers just didn't have anything to no, do that so day. They fly, what is that? Come on. <laughs> Let's attack it. We have some time. Um, December, in the September of 1783, they send up, uh, they said, well, all right, it flies, but Maybe we should test some animals. So, animal testing. Is, so, they send up a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. <laughs>
0: Sounds like the beginning of a joke.
1: It does. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, Well, sheep don't normally fly, ducks do, roosters don't normally fly. So, they, they, they all successfully lived. So, they said, Oh, that's really good. The uh, king of France was still a little skeptical but was convinced, all right, well, maybe we can try with a human. And one of these brothers, uh, he actually goes up on October fifteenth, 1783, first uh, flight with a human in a balloon <laughs> that at least we know of. Uh, officially. So that's one. Um but also Do they have to get the king's permission to go
0: to get into the like it's it's I don't know. It's his balloon. You uh, should just be uh, able to get into it and go up. Well, the
1: people and have obviously safety concerns. I'm sorry, we've got
0: point. a local ordinance we, against sending a human being no up FAA in a flying balloon. Like, well, yeah. That's
1: the king. The uh, French
0: Aviation Administration.
1: That's right. <laughs> I didn't think that's probably where it all came from. Um, Also on December 14th, now this is fast forward uh, a couple hundred years, uh, the Wright brothers do their first test, and it doesn't work. (laughs) It is not successful. Um, But on the 17th, uh, this coming Sunday, is when they do successfully do it. Now, there are other people would have counterclaims, but what they did was controlled flight. And that's the difference. Uh, But another person pops up this week that's really interesting um, and uh, was born on uh, December fifteenth, 1832, Alexander Eiffel. Now, if you recognize that name, you think Eiffel Tower. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, he did that. But he also then was brought in uh, with the Statue of Liberty because there was a concern about it, and he seemed to know so much about large building structures, aerodynamics. And then later on in life, he actually... Uses this knowledge as he's in his retirement to develop a whole theory about aerodynamics that becomes actually pivotal to the development of the the flight Uh, you know we think of the Wright brothers all right And you think of that oh that one how do we get to suddenly we're flying planes within a decade Mm. and a lot of it has to do with Alexander Eiffel because he showed how it could be done he understood the science behind it which is really really interesting all right um, another one that pops up this week is Mary Todd Lincoln now here is a person who's underappreciated uh, she was born in 1818 uh, she's born in a slave state and uh, but birthday she, this weekend. that's history, right, right? Yeah. she meets and marries of course abraham lincoln uh, they have children should have lived happily ever after except of course abraham lincoln has some interest in politics and he fails many times until he becomes president of the united states and um, she becomes very much uh avidly uh, not only supporting her husband but against slavery uh, her best friend Elizabeth Keckley where if we've we've talked many times about Burwell School and Hillsboro that connection and Elizabeth Keckley is a a master dressmaker when there is no Macy's or Walmart or anything you can buy off the shelf and uh, so uh, she becomes this uh, Mary Todd Lincoln's dressmaker. Mary Todd Lincoln of course Gets a lot of flack, uh, not only because she was uh, really a Westerner, a Southerner, uh, but also because, of course, she had this this decorating sense of wanting to make an impression. And that's with her clothes. Uh, Then she has child after child die Mm. um, so that uh, only one child is left. And um, at one point, this older child, uh, at this point, um, he... Uh, says, well, they don't know really what to do. Not saying that this person has tremendous grief. Maybe there should be counseling. There weren't that. She's committed. And after three months, um, she successfully says, no, I'm okay. And the court agrees. But that is what is tagged with her. Oh, she's just crazy, Mary Todd Lincoln. No, this is a person who's dealt with a lot of grief in her life, uh, mm-hmm. tremendous. And there were no pensions for... Um, uh, for wives of presidents, and that's not till 1870 they finally grant a, pr- a pension. So before then, she had tried to start to sell her belongings, including those of Elizabeth Keckley. Maybe that was a good thing because what came out of it was Elizabeth Keckley wrote her memoirs in defense of Mary Todd Lincoln, but gave a fascinating insight into what was going on in the White House during those uh, those critical years. So that's an interesting person. That, uh, that of course the Burwell School. And Hillsborough does a lot to uh, lift up. And then, of course, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention um, that in 1776, on December 17th, is when North Carolina adopts a Declaration of Rights. Okay, that should be, da da has many of the same things that we associate with, oh, prototypical Americans. Yes, that's what we're all about. But it's December 15th, 1791, when Virginia adopts uh, enough amendments uh, to be uh, considered Uh, ratifying as part of the ratification process, they become those, the first 10, become the ones we call the Bill of Rights. And that's what brings me to today with my bag of bells. He brought a bag of bells, (laughs) y'all. Yes, that's right. (laughs) And this bag of bells is because um, I started this back in 2012, just after I got to the Orange County Historical Museum where I was the assistant director, and realized the connection where North Carolina had a constitutional convention there Mm -hmm. that changed history. The only one of all the 13 states that actually voted to postpone ratifying the Constitution until – Uh, Congress uh, looked at amendments, and uh, they were sent out to the states for ratification. Only then did North Carolina meet for a second time, ratify the Constitution. A a month later, the amendments, and two years later when Virginia did it, on December 15, 1791, ten of those amendments become the ones we call the Bill of Rights. So I said, what are we going to do? The last great American holiday nobody celebrates. And then I realized one thing we can do, we don't want speeches, we're all busy with holiday stuff. We can ring bells. And so uh, in years past we've had a historic bell freeze uh, of five different different denominations ringing their bells at the same time mm. for as many seconds as the Bill of Rights has been enforced. So this year it's been enforced for 232 years, 232 seconds of continuous bell ringing. We're gonna gather at the old courthouse, mm. 104 East King Street, And at 12 noon, and we're going to just start ringing bells. And as you've been there before. I've been there. It's a lot of fun, yeah. (laughs) And, you know, after about 10 seconds, you think, are we done yet? (laughs) (laughs) And it keeps going. And if we spill a little bit over, 232 seconds. And a lot of people are saying, how how long is it? This year it will be 3 minutes and 52 seconds of simultaneous, continuous bell ringing. And when the wind's right you can hear some of these historic belfries mm-hmm. and so that's really cool but i thought i would at least since this is the magic of radio <laughs> I, I have one that i picked up just the other day it has no clapper it's the silent bell maybe it's symbolic you know do you it have like a little oh you okay did. I, got I was going
0: to say like do you have a do you have
1: a backup yes, plan I do. all it's right yes uh, looks like a uh, sugar spoon or yes, something like yes yes i like that, that. Uh, but also we have things like yes, jingle, jingle bells, bells right uh, right we also have um' well, let's see see <laughs> <laughs> well, what I've win. been
0: this is what I've been saying y'all we've been talking about this on I've uh, been mentioning this on the air over the course of the last couple days like yes. come on out to the the courthouse on King Street bring your own bells if you have them That's right but if you don't Scott will
1: I have plenty. Scott has got you covered yes. and yes. I will say that the first year we did this a car pulled up with tented windows and I was like getting a little nervous and right at noon one of the windows went down a hand went out with a bell in it and started ringing along with us as soon as we finished the hand went back in the window went up and the car drove off (laughs) my first drive by bell ringing so bring whatever you want car keys doesn't matter uh whatever is is fits your fancy grab your wind chimes yes there's wind chimes I've got all kind of bells And uh, it's great fun, and even if you can't get there, I would say, do it anyways. It's great fun to see, what, 232 seconds, 232 years of the Bill of Rights. Go look at it. This is not uncomplicated complicated legalese. It is the very stuff that's the DNA uh, of what it means to be an American and why I call Orange County uh, the birthplace of the Bill of Rights, and that's
0: Why History Matters. Thank you. (laughs) Again, uh, that's tomorrow noon in front of the historic courthouse on King Street. Come on by and uh, join Scott for the bell ringing. That's History Matters. Scott, thank thank you
1: so much.